play some rock and roll. So we're going to play some rock and roll. So this is the Alexander News Show for July 20, 2020. Today is my father's birthday, Charles Ooze. He would have been 70 years old. Happy birthday to my father, Charles Ooze. We're going to do a 30-minute show. The Alexander News Show, the real deal, the real news, the real opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alexander News Show. And again, it's my father's birthday today, and I'm going to celebrate his birthday today by doing this show. This will be a shorter show than what I normally do. This will be a 25 to 30 minute show. It's not going to go any further than that. Today's show, the topic of it will be Miami-Dade County mayoral race is a joke. And I'm going to show you why it's a joke. I'm going to tell you why it's a joke. I'm going to talk about the mayors that are running. Um, and I'm going to tell you who I'm going to vote for. And that's a simple one because I interviewed her just uh, about about uh, two weeks ago I interviewed her Monique Barley I'm voting for Monique Barley the lesser known she's not a a politician she is an outsider alright so before we go any further let me discuss now let me talk about the question that I want I always like to throw this question you can go to my Twitter Alexander News SH and answer this question or make an opinion about it. And it's very simple. Who would you vote for to become Miami-Dade mayor? It's very simple. Who are you Who are you going to vote for? Okay, and if you can add, why? Or if you're not going to vote. Now, I, I, I usually would say, and I'll probably have a, another question on the next show because I, I have to do a lot of shows on elections for 2020. We're going to be doing a lot of President Trump versus Joe Biden. We're going to have a lot of that talk. We're also going to discuss some of the Senate races that are going on nationally. And, of course, we're going to talk local. The the, the one that I care about, because we got a few commission races going on, but I'm, I'm really not too focused on that. It's too much for me. The main one is the mayoral race. And we're going to be talking a lot about that. That's why we're going to do a show today about the mayoral race. And I want to do a couple of more shows before the primary um basically the first round I call it the first round which is August the 17th now mail-in balloting uh, I believe has started or is going to start you're gonna be able to vote by mail and then I think you can just literally go and vote the same day they have uh, early voting I think in some locations as well but anyway so I want to discuss first and foremost Miami-Dade mayoral race uh, is a joke that's it. Miami-Dade mayoral race is a joke. That's going to be the the theme and the name of this show, and we're gonna, and I'm going to show you why, and I'm going to tell you why it is. And I'm and the question to, you got to just say basically answer. 
is or making a comment or make a comment is on, on my Twitter, Alexander News SH. You can write right under there, and that's how you contact me. You can direct message me through there as well. Until I get everything going, as far as an email for the show, a phone number for the show, where you're going to be able to contact this show and contact me personally. And I've got some big things, like I said, I've been discussing for a while, but the COVID-19, like I've mentioned before, has slowed me down. Now, before I go any further, this show, Alexander News SH, is listened to on iHeartRadio, podcast platforms. Alexander News Show and most podcast platforms. You can, you can definitely go in and listen on it. Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Okay, so the show is sponsored by Disability Fitness Sports Karate Life Skills, which is Fitness Sports Karate Inc., serving and working with special needs individuals of all ages. All right, mainly fitness. And there's a new thing called Neural Fitness. It's been around for a long time, but I'm the one that has perfected the whole thing of neural fitness and it improves a child's or an individual's cognitivity okay so if you want to learn more about the business fitness sports karate inc which is disability fitness sports karate life skills you go to disabilityfskls.org and you look at the website and it gives you all the information you want to know and you can learn about the company on there disabilityfskls.org and i designed the website I have gotten really good and very crafty with with a lot of things, and that's and the website is one of the things that I designed. So, just go there, and again, Alexander News Show can be found on iHeartRadio podcast platforms and most other pod, uh, podcast platforms, and you can find this show, anything about politics, and answer the question. And the way to get a hold of me is on Twitter, Alexander News SH. So, before I talk about the Miami Dade mayoral race, real quick, I want to discuss. The attacks that are going on Ron DeSantis, I'm going to try to get the governor or one of his aides to come on this show. It's going to be a little hard to do because this show is a new show and it's not well known. But don't worry, it's going to get known. I'm going to try to get him to come on the show so he can explain and defend himself because Ron DeSantis is being attacked by the corrupt communist media here in Miami and all across the state of Florida and even nationally that he had and it's a it's a crying shame because he has done a lot to fight the COVID-19 and what the corrupt media the, the communist news media wants and of course some of these communists that are in our that have, been, have infiltrated our organizations and our government and even some of the corrupt communist politicians is they want the governor to literally shut down the entire state of Florida. What Gavin Gavin Newsom has done, what Kelmo has done over in New York, they want DeSantis to do it. Now DeSantis has set up a slew of testing sites throughout the state of Florida for COVID-19. As a matter of fact, he even set up a COVID-19 hospital. COVID-19 hospitals in different parts of the state. One of them is here in Miami, what used to be the old Pan American Hospital. Ron DeSantis is bringing in... The, the first drug he brought in was hydrochloroquine. That fights the COVID-19. The malaria drug. But he also fought and brought in remesadir to cut the, sh- the, the short of 
shortness of time that an individual has COVID-19. He has um, basically set up where 100 nurses can come to Miami. 100 nurses, contracted nurses to come to Miami. Basic, mainly Jackson Memorial Hospital to assist other nurses and doctors to treat COVID-19 patients. He also did that. But the communist news media isn't going to report this. We're talking about here locally. We, we got the Miami Herald, the corrupt, the bankrupt. I call it corrupt in the sense that all they uh, give, all the news that they give is just communist propaganda and filth. That's why I call them corrupt. And they are bankrupt. I mean, forget about the fact that a hedge fund, a creditor owns them now. It's going to be a matter of time where it's the Miami Herald, ladies and gentlemen, is in life support. And it's reporters who are all, to me, a bunch of spineless left-wing communist hacks. They're all going to be unemployed. And and believe me, I want to tell you something else. They're not going to do my show. They're not. They can't do. They can't do the show. They can't do a podcast show. They can't do a show because they have no talent. All they're good for is to be on a newspaper and write. That's all they're good for. Unfortunately. Like I said, that's all they're good for. Okay? They're only good for writing for a, for a newspaper. The day that they have no newspaper to write for, they might get a website and do blogs, but no one's going to follow them. And they may do a podcast, but they're lousy. They got no talent. You got to have substance, and you got to have something. You got to have a voice, and you got to have enthusiasm to do a show. Anybody could do a show, but you better have substance. And you better have something to talk about. Something that's meaningful. And you got to be truthful. You got to be truthful. You can't be talking about false narrative. Now, everybody's attacking Ron DeSantis. Because Ron DeSantis is a Republican governor. He's a Republican. And everybody's sore in the Communist Party USA. That run, that, that some of the parties, Communist Party USA... Politicals and people in Florida are sore about the fact that they didn't get their buddy, the drug addict, Andrew Gillum. Did I just say drug addict? Well, he is. So, thank God that DeSantis is our governor. Because the reality is, you don't have to shut down an entire state. You can just do selected lockdown zones. And the way he did it, and the way he's doing this is, is actually the right way. He's letting individual counties decide whether they want to shut down or they don't want to shut down. Now, I don't want to agree with a complete shutdown of an entire county. I've advocated for selected lockdown zones. And I've advocated not only for selective lockdown zones, but I've advocated for um, individuals that have COVID-19 to be isolated. Now is the time to do that, not shut down like the despicable mayor of Miami has threatened that he's going to shut down an entire city. Now, I just wanted to, to defend Ron DeSantis because, and I hope he can come on my show. I hope that I hope there's a way I can get uh, him, and I'm going to be working on that within the next two weeks to try to get him to come on the show or one of his aides to come on the show because it's really disgraceful 
and very unfortunate that that they're attacking the Santas. They're even writing a, on a on a um, there's a there's a little saying going around where it's, uh, instead of run the Santas is run death Santas, and it's despicable that they're writing this and they have um, basically bulletins and banners going around saying death Santas, which it's ridiculous that they're blaming the Santas for the deaths. In Florida, which, by the way, the death rate, predictive death rate, would have been four percent. It was four percent. These uh, bureaucratic doctors that are with the World Health Organization, even the CDC, predicted a four percent death rate. The death rate is one point five percent right now for Miami-Dade and for Florida. Okay, it is extremely small. Now, one death is too much, but the thing about it is, this is very, very simple, and I. And I and I have to correct the bums, the communist bums. Who's one of the ones that I, I have to correct? Uh, there's a few of them in the media. I'm not gonna mention uh, it's because it's it's too many names. I mean, I can say Defeaty, Jim Defeaty, or I can say I can say Joy Fleeches, or that other guy, Danny Rivero. He's with WLRN. I can basically say you are all communist bums because obviously. The more testing, oh yeah, big old. He's got a show, a sports show. He he's now all of a sudden he's becoming a political commentator, which he sucks at. He should stick to the sports. Um, basically, more testing means there's going to be more cases. If we had very little tests, we wouldn't know how many cases of COVID-19 there are around. And we have to thank Ron DeSantis, just like we have to thank Donald Trump because he came around. We have more testing than ever before. So more testing means there's going to be more cases. The death rate is 1.5% right now. It may go a little higher. Let's say it goes up to 2%. It's still lower than what it was anticipated, which is 4%. But anyways, I don't want to talk anymore about the COVID-19. I want to talk about the Miami-Dade mural race. And so the Haitian-American Chamber of Commerce did a debate not too long ago. This was probably like about, I would say... The debate was about a week ago. It was on July 9th, 2020. So we're talking about two weeks ago. And I, uh, one of the questions that, the question that was asked, because I can't get into too many specifics, that's why I got to do different shows about the Miami-Dade mayors that are running, candidates, Miami-Dade mayor candidates that are running, is what would you do to help businesses? Now this is targeted more, this debate was targeted more at the Haitian community, but um, it's targeted at the Haitian community, but it's, but basically it's also general. This just one question is very general. It's very specific. What the narrator um, that was hosting this uh, debate is asking, basically, is what would you do to help businesses fight and recover from the COVID nineteen economically, and so. I was listening to these uh, mayoral candidates. Now, I'm not going to put the, the second tier. One, first of all, the lady I'm voting for, Monique Barley, she didn't go to this debate. It's a good question. I need to find out why she didn't go. She missed out on an opportunity because she needs to get the black vote, especially from the senior citizens. Um, and that was a big uh, a big screw-up by Monique Barley. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to vote for her. I'm going to vote for her to make, for two reasons. Number one, because she's an outsider. And number two... Just to make a statement, 
that you need to vote for, that I'm not voting for the career politicians. They have not done anything. They recycle garbage that this town has had for the last 30 years. And so those are the two main reasons. Of course, the outsider reason is because uh, they have new ideas and Monique Barty's got new ideas. She's got a different point of view. She can put people there to run the departments. So you need new blood. You need new blood. You can't lose. What do you got to lose? You got everything to gain and nothing to lose. You have a lot to lose by, um, like I said, you have a lot to lose, ladies and gentlemen, by electing a recyclable political, like Kava, like Suarez, low energy Suarez. By the way, I was pushing for him, but then when I see that he has no energy and he doesn't care, it's like he's in it more for to make some money, in my opinion than anything else and when I see the um, the other dude the, the one that loves the developers what's his, his name Alex Pinellas Bovo Porky Pig Bovo now I'm gonna give you my reasons but I want you to listen to the debate so the first one that I want to discuss is um, Let's see. Let, I want you to listen. Elated closures have had a major impact on small businesses as well as employees of larger businesses in the various affected sectors. Examples, barbershops, beauty salons, restaurants, hotels, you name it. Members of the minority community, including Asian Americans, have been particularly affected. What will you do if elected to get the Miami-Dade economy back on track during and after COVID-19. Thank you very, very much. Now, Cobb is going to answer, and I'm going to tell you something. None of these mayors, the major, the mayor, the major ones, I'm, I'm not going to put the, the second tier mayor, uh, mayoral candidates. I'm not going to put them because they're not going to win. You got one guy that's from Colombia. His name is Carlos something. I don't even know his last name. He doesn't even know how to talk. Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to to be mean. The other lady is a diehard Haitian communist. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. They're not gonna win. Thank God, you're not gonna win. And I, I'm only gonna focus on the four individuals. I'm even gonna focus on. I'm not even gonna focus on Xavier Suarez. I'm sorry, Xavier. I'm not gonna give you any airtime because you're not gonna win. You got no shot. I'm only focusing on the three major ones. Kava, Pinellas, and Bovo. I want you to listen to their responses. You'll be listening to this for the next six minutes, and then I'm going to come back and give you my reasons why this Miami-Dade mayoral race is a joke. Let's listen to Kava. For the opportunity, it's a pleasure to be with you, and uh, congratulations to the Chamber and the other groups for pulling together this great forum. Uh, let me say that this COVID epidemic which obviously none of us anticipated, uh, has created a real awareness of the disparities in our society. So, The question, before I go, I want to go a little further, is do these candidates have a plan to fix the Miami-Dade County economy? Because it's a mess right now. Tons of businesses have gone down under. 
And there are thousands of residents, tens of thousands that are unemployed. And none of these candidates have a clear-cut answer. They didn't give an answer. They just babbled their mouths. That's all they did. They got no clear answer. That's part of the reason why this race is a joke. But I want you to listen to them. I want you to listen to them. You're going to get that here on this show. You're going to get at least their response on how and what they have to do to fight the economic disaster that COVID-19 has caused in Miami-Dade County. Which, by the way, nothing's been done. Okay? Nothing's been done. If you're going to tell me that there's rental assistance being provided to the residents of Miami-Dade, it's only a measly $1,000 per household. And there's no guarantees that you're going to get it. There's no guarantees because the county's asking you for a ton of bull crap, including proof that you've been laid off. Now, if you're a business owner and you lost your business, what proof can you give that you're not making any money? What? You're going to show proof that you had to close your business location? I guess you could give that, but I mean, they're asking for so much bull crap. And you got to thank Carlos Jimenez for this. Because he's part of the reason why this is happening. They got a lot of COVID-19 money. I believe that the county, if I'm not mistaken, got uh, $25 million to spend. And they're mismanaging the money already. And I'm going to get into that in another time. I'm not going to get into this because it's too much for very little time. But we're going to talk about the corruption that is going with the COVID-19 money. Who got the PPP loans? We're going to get into all that stuff, but it's not going to be today. I may do a show later this week. I'm going to do a show later this week, and we'll talk about exactly about that. We're going to talk about where has the COVID-19 CARES money gone in this uh, for this county. We're going to talk about Miami Day because this is a local show. But I want you to listen, so we'll have a show about that. Because it's been mismatched. The COVID-19 money that Miami Day County got has been mismatched. Now, let's listen to Kava and her stupid solution, which uh, is nothing about nothing. Actually, in communities of color here in Miami-Dade County, so this is not new, it's just accentuated and it's just more visible. So we have an opportunity to really get it right. We have a, a little bit of a reprieve because the federal government has sent us some money uh, through the CARES Act that we can help uh, marshal forces of our local businesses. And we have collected our property taxes for the most part for next year's county budget. So we need to take this opportunity to cre- be creative with the federal dollars and then come up with sustainable ways that we can support our businesses to grow and thrive. We have, for example, the most entrepreneurial economy of large cities in this country but we're not very good at scaling and growing those businesses. Uh, Many of our entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs not only by choice, but out of necessity. Mumbo jumbo, mumbo jumbo, left-wing fanatic communist talking. You're not providing any evidence, any solution. So I will be taking those programs countywide, incubators, small business Mumbo brands, jumble. Uh, technical assistance and we have created at the county a revolving loan you need fund, to provide uh, solutions to discuss solutions uh, miss left-wing fanatic we've also uh, created 
That's your new nickname, by the way. Left Wing Fanatic Hava. And we did create for small businesses a paycheck protection program. Now, those are temporary solutions. Donald Trump signed the Paycheck Protection Program into law. And it was given to the state and the state distributed CARES money to the county. You didn't create anything, Kava. The only thing you've ever run is maybe the kitchen table, the dining room table in your own home. home. You've never run a lemonade stand. Okay, Miss Kava? PPP money is provided by the SBA through one through a bank. Okay? I need to educate you because you obviously are lying right there. To find ways to turn those into more permanent solutions. But we also need to continue to double down on our innovation. Uh, not only do we need to uh, use our Beacon Council, our FIU Small Business, uh, the incubators that I'll bring countywide to really support our small businesses to grow, but we need a cash fund for innovation because the economy, as we know it, is not coming back. Uh, we're not going to be uh, looking the same as we looked before. So many out of work, so many now looking for what is going to be that new opportunity. Uh, yes? Commissioner Kava, I, I am interrupting you because I wanted it to be a three minute question, but you need a chance to say something about yourself in the same time frame. So, so about to run out of time, please tell us okay. a little bit about myself. Very good. Well, I'm a 40 year resident. I did not have the privilege of being born here, but I've spent the majority of my life here raising You're a lawyer. And I've spent a life. You're a lawyer. So that makes you qualified. I'm a lawyer. I've run a, I've ran a nonprofit. Well, I also run a, I run a business as well, Miss Kava. I have the same experience as you do. It doesn't take, I mean, it takes some brains and it takes some guts to have a business. Um, I guess, but you're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. You're a stinking lawyer. A career here serving organizations, large and small. I've created thousands of jobs. I've supervised yeah, thousands of people. I ran the foster really? care system, the guardian ad litem program, really? legal services of Greater Miami. I serviced people facing eviction, children who were not getting what they deserve from the school system. Uh, and I started Voices for Children. I started many other organizations. And wow, Catalyst yeah, Miami uh, is the nonprofit that I'm so proud is continuing to drive taxes, and be right? innovative you and helping people money? lift their standard of living and helping people participate Have you actively ever run? in our have this has this left-wing fanatic communist ever run a real business? If she ever ran anything, it was a nonprofit entity that doesn't pay taxes. And she's a lawyer. You didn't do what I've done, Ms. Cavo, run a real freaking business that's a for-profit business that's successful. That is really that really serves a community like I that like, like my corporation does which works with disability special needs individuals and at the same time is giving back to the community, which it has. Thank you very much. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, can we now hear from former mayor of Miami-Dade County, another, another comment. Yeah, the big for you. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate this opportunity this evening. And as I'm sure you're aware, unfortunately, 
Uh, I will have to leave this particular form at 7 p.m. I have two other commitments this evening. We're we're getting down to crunch time, so there's a lot of things getting put in our schedules. But thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm Alex Pinellas. I had the privilege of serving as mayor. Pinellas. From 1996 to 2004. Oh my God, it was a disaster. I've had uh, for the past 16 years working in the private sector primarily in the affordable and workforce housing space, which really is giving me uh, just a tremendous perspective uh, and education. How nice you are in the affordable housing business. Of course you're running for mayor of Miami-Dade. Of course. You're running because you want to make some money under the table. And of course, you need to make more money for your developers. And once you're done, your eight-year term, either your four or eight-year term, if you become elected, you will have your developer buddies in a better position than they are now. So affordable housing contracts are going to be given to who? To the developers that are fundraising, that are funding your campaign, Pinellas. You have to. Because they're funding your campaign. The reason you have a war chest is because the developers that you work with, your contractor buddies, <laughs> they're the ones that are funding your campaign. So you have to give them the contracts once you get elected. And of course, there's, in, there's something in it for you because you're going to become mayor. You're going to get your money. You're going to get your kickback money, and you're and there's going to be a lot of illegal things done. I I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's a theory. I'm not accusing you. You get your little money under the table. Yeah, you know, you're gonna it's gonna be something in there for you. And if we and, and if it's not gonna be while you're mayor, once you get out and you leave, then it will be something in there for you. you then that's where you're gonna get ripped the benefits of, of this whole entire thing that's going on. On how we can do so many things differently. Um, I'm particularly uh, proud to participate in today's forum because as mayor I worked hard to elevate. Uh, our Haitian brothers and sisters at a time when uh, the Haitian community was just starting. You did. You go to Little Haiti and you see widespread poverty, Pinellas. It was it happened then and it's still going on now. What the hell did you do for the Haitian community? Okay, just go to Little Haiti. Just go to Little Haiti. It's being taken, if it gets taken over, it's going to be taken over by a bunch of developers, which is exactly what you want to do. That's your plan. You will force the Haitians that are living in the Haitian community out of their homes into another area and you will destroy little Haiti. What it was already, it's already, it's always been neglected because it's poverty, abandoned buildings, graffiti. Carlos Jimenez never did anything about it. Carlos Alvarez never did anything about it. And you never did anything about it when you were mayor. What the hell are you talking about? To emerge in Miami-Dade County. Uh, I'm, I was proud to work hand, uh, hand in hand with many Haitian uh, leaders and neighbors and business people and to provide equitable them, access across all county departments. I brought Creole uh, signage to Miami International Airport. Housing. I require that all official county... Let me make this very clear. You're going to kick the Haitians out of their homes. And you are going to go ahead and you're going to tell your developer buddies, we got this all, we got these big plots of land where the Haitians, you know, had their homes. We're going to destroy those homes. This is all yours. And go ahead and build your high rises here. Okay. You funded my campaigns. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you. And the guise of affordable living.
affordable housing. He's going to use the words affordable living. Oh, we're going to build high rises for the Haitians. Buildings, apartment buildings. And we're going to build apartment buildings for the Haitian community, for the black community. But we got to get some of these Haitians that are living here now out of their homes, destroy it, even businesses, and give it to the developers. Let the developers mean they got all the power. And I'm the mayor of Miami Day now. I'm the, I got the power too. And we and he's going to use the guise of under the guise of affordable living, affordable housing. And he's going to give the contracts to his buddies that are funding his campaign, his developer buddies. That's what's going to happen. Documents be uh, translated into Creole. When I managed countless uh, uh, crises in now this community, there was always um, a uh, Creole-speaking interpreter standing right next to me, uh, speaking uh, to our Creole-speaking brothers and sisters. A mayor of a city would use would do that too in the community and celebrated. Uh, the it could have been another mayor, and they would have done the same thing you did. Brothers and sisters recognized Flag Day every May 18th and implemented uh, uh, the month of May. That, I know, I know, I know. Heritage Month. Why don't you provide that? Why don't you provide a solution? He's got no plan. He's got no plan to fix the economy. Question as it relates to our COVID recovery uh, and how it will impact small businesses. That recovery has to be based on a public-private partnership. We have to recognize that in government, we alone cannot solve uh, all of these uh, issues. It's a recovery plan uh, that must be based on health and science, not on politics. Unfortunately, too much of what's happening right now in our It's actually going to be, I'm going to destroy the homes, knock them down, force the Haitians out of the community, and the business owners out of the community, and I'm going to build buildings, apartment buildings, and give affordable housing, cheap affordable housing to the Haitians, which won't be cheap, and I'm going to reward my developer buddies with these contracts to build the buildings. We provide relief to small businesses, to displaced workers. Uh, we need uh, working capital, not just from government. Mumbo Jumbo. The vast resources of private sector financing institutions to also participate. Uh, much like I did after 9-11, we have to focus on a local first program. 9-11, there what are the hell did you do? Jumpstart our local Oh yeah, that's right. You created the PPP. Sure People's transportation, the PTP, uh, the People's transportation plan. That we vacation. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Nothing. Because that issue Mumble that you're talking about will be raised in our next question. So I'd like to move on and get Commissioner Bovo's perspective on what to be done for the small businesses and minority businesses post-COVID or during COVID. Let's listen uh, to Porky thank you, Michelle. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, Yes, we're living in interesting times, and none of us could have predicted what was uh, what the COVID nineteen has done to all uh, all of us. Let's remind ourselves how much of what the economic impact is self inflicted. It's been self inflicted uh, with the uh, advice and the counsel of CDC and healthcare experts, but it's also created a, Mambo, a desperation amongst many in our community. Mambo jumbo. Uh, multiple multiple business owners who have complied with every another hack. Of the government has provided them, and yet 
We're now asking them once again to close their doors, which is only going to lead to much more anxiety than we did the first time. I am a firm believer that many businesses that have closed their doors this time will not reopen again, and that is problematic. I believe we've made some fundamental errors um, in our recovery of efforts, primarily the constant a confusing message that comes out from the mayor of the county and the mayors of the city. Again, not providing a, a, a road map, a blueprint the, the, on how you you can help small businesses out. All amongst the residents in our community. I think the, the I'm not going to listen to this uh, moron anymore because he's got no shot. He's not going to win. I'm, I'm going to be focusing on Pinellas and on Cava. Now, I'm going to tell you really quickly what I would do to help the small businesses out. I automatically, with the CARES money, would provide $1,000 grants to $500 to $1,000 grants one time, okay, to businesses that have been severely, mainly the small ones, small businesses, not the big businesses, small businesses because the majority of the businesses in this county are the small businesses i would provide 500 to 1000 dollar grants one time grants to every small business that's been impacted by the covid-19 and i would also waive the yearly sales tax that all businesses that are small in this county cuz we are the ones that run the economy along with the consumers and i don't want to say that we're going to give we're going to waive the sales tax to the big time corporation in this town not the big corporations we're talking about small businesses how what is the criteria what is considered a small business well a small business with like five to ten employees maybe 20 employees at the most now, obviously, there's not a lot of money to be spread around, but you got the CARES money. You can give a $1,000 grant, $500 to $1,000 grant to a small business. That money can go a long way to saving a small business. Waiving the sales tax this year would be very good. Also, waiving the certificate of use fee for anybody that wants to relocate to a smaller space or anybody that lost their business or wants to start a business in this town, I would do that for this year, for this year, mainly 2020. I don't know about 2021. So there are things that you can do, and none of these mayors, candidates, proposed this idea. You see, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out, but I'm proposing this idea. But it's all mumble-jumble. So let's see, that's what you would do to, to help revive this economy. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. If you do something like that, I think you, you, it, it, it will go a long way. Another thing I would do is I would lower, I would fight to lower all tolls in this county, in the Miami-Dade Expressway Authority, and advocate for the state roads, for the DOT, FDOT, to lower tolls by 50%. Tolls should be lowered by 50%. That's another thing I would help. With the overall economic way of living for this county another thing I would do is I would fight and I would try to negotiate with every municipality to eliminate red light traffic cameras that's another thing 
I would lower parking fees, mainly in downtown Miami. It costs $25 to pay for parking. Ridiculous. I would lower it by 60%. But you see, unfortunately, none of that's going to be done because they, these mayors that are running, these mayor candidates, it's a joke. Now, I'm not focusing on Porky Pig Bovo. I'm not going to focus on him. The only thing I'm going to talk about and say about Porky Pig Esteban Bovo is that he voted for the American Dream Mall project. The mall that, unfortunately, in this times right now, we may actually have a lot of store closings. So how's that going to work out? He voted for that. Instead of voting to have a major manufacturing company build, set up shop, and produce something really awesome for the community, for the people to to to, to uh, that for, for the residents of this county, Miami-Dade, and even Broward County, that they can use. Instead, he decided reward. He voted for this. He pushed for this for the American Dream Mall. We already have tons of malls. We have Dolphin Mall. We have Westland Mall. And what we need to do is we need to support the current malls. We need to support the current malls. Unfortunately, malls are going to be, some of the malls that have these little stores, they're going to be closing their stores down. They're going to be closing their stores down because of this whole COVID-19. So how is that going to work out in a day of Amazon? This Porky Pig even voted for, as far as transportation, he voted for a third-rate, third-world type of transportation system, which is the rapid bus transit. Instead of considering getting a private entity to build metro rail at the same price which is this whole rapid bus transit is going to cost like 400 million dollars the county already has 200 million state of florida gave money and the federal government gave another 100 million plus you got the smart uh, whatever people's transportation plan money you can build with a private company the re- a metro rail extension from Dayland all the way to Homestead. But this spineless hack voted for third world country, third world country uh, transportation. Now that's going to be, he. that's going to be our mayor. He, he, he goes himself, he calls himself a conservative. He calls himself a conservative. This guy is a as fake and as the biggest fraud that you'll ever find. But he's not going to win. He's got no shot. Let's talk about Pinellas. He used to be mayor from 96 to 2004. He created the People's Transportation Plan. How's that worked out? How's that worked out? The biggest scam, taxpayer scam in the history of Miami-Dade County is the People's Transportation Plan. One Metro Rail link has been built using that. Only one. And it connects to Miami International Airport. That's it. Cities incorporated their own bus system. Most of the cities. Which should have never happened. Should have never ever happened. Okay. Because that money wasn't for that. The money should have been used. That was given to the cities. That created their own little bus system. Should have been used to create to build metro rail stations. Metro rail stations, metro rail extensions. That's what should have been, the money should have been used for. The biggest scam was this PTP, 
that this tool Pinellas created. And of course, if you get him elected, if he gets elected, let me go back to Bobo. If Bobo gets elected, he'll be another Cardinal Zimenez. I already discussed why Bovo would not be a good option. I'm going to tell you why Pinellas would not be a good option. On top of that, you know he's going to use under the guise of affordable living and affordable housing. That's his big forte. Obviously, it's his forte. Developers are funding his campaign. He will, I just mentioned it, he will get county-owned land and tell his developer buddies he will push for it. There will not be any oversight whatsoever if he him becomes if he becomes mayor. He will give his developer buddies first shot to apply and he will push for his developer buddies to build apartment buildings, homes on county land. Okay? So that they can make money and get all the money. Taxpayer money, by the way, because he's going to use this public-private partnership. Yeah, it's going to be public-private partnership. A private contractor slash private developer is going to build their apartment buildings. They're probably going to run it, and they're going to collect the rent money in county land. He's going to reward his developer buddies that are funding his campaign. That's what you're going to get with Pinellas. And and, And the affordable living crisis will not be solved. He's not going to solve the homeless issue, okay? He's not going to do anything about that. The homeless issue will actually get worse. It won't get better. He's not going to do anything. He's not going to move a finger. That's one of the things he'll do. One of the things he'll do. He's going to focus on enriching his developer buddies. And he's not going to do anything to fix the transit problem. He's not going to do anything to fix it. I already told you what happened with PTP. Now, let's, let's focus on... Miss uh, left-wing fanatic Kava. Left-wing fanatic Kava is going to cater. Her big thing will be she'll try to raise taxes uh, to fix this whole climate change thing. She'll create a tax to make Miami-Dade County uh, all, all the buildings in Miami-Dade County, any government building in Miami-Dade County, climate change uh, proof. She'll, she'll create climate change taxes, carbon taxes, local, she, and she can. She can. And she'll try to do everything she can. You're going to get taxes galore. Climate change Carbon taxes galore with this creature. Because all the environmentalists, all the environmentalist groups are supporting her and are funding her campaign. So she needs to she needs to do something to pay them back. And she needs to appease them. So obviously she's going to create carbon taxes, local carbon taxes, and local climate change taxes. She's also going to enforce, um, introduce and impose climate change zoning, which will be horrible for businesses and even horrible for residents of this county. That's all I have to tell you. That's what you're going to get with her. She, another thing she'll do 
Because remember, she has to appease and pay back her environmentalists that are supporting her and funding her campaign. She will do everything in her power to defund the Miami-Dade Police Department. Whether she's going to be successful or not, in a community that's still dominated by Cubans, by Cubans, because make no mistake about it, okay? Um, make no mistake about this, and I'm going to tell you right now. Um, the community is dominated still by the Cubans. We still, we still run this town, and there's nothing racist about that. But the fact of the matter is, we, the Cubans, are running this town. We still run this town. Okay? Everybody else takes a back seat. So we're not going to allow the police to be defunded. It won't happen. And again, this is not a racist statement. But the truth is, if you look at it, the majority of the businesses that are owned in this town, Miami-Dade County, it's owned by Cubans. Then you have a lot of other businesses that are owned by Venezuelans and other nationalities, white Anglos. They also own businesses here. And we, the business owners, are the ones that run this town. We run this town. It's not... Um, it, and the consumers are the ones that run this town. But I want to mention that you're going to get this with Kava. You're going to get... If she can, she will work to defund the Miami-Dade Police Department. She'll do everything in her power to defund it. That's her mentality. That's why I call her a communist. You will see more widespread poverty in the communities. I've been through her district. I have to tell you, she's done a mighty good job of cleaning up her district because she knows, she knew that I was going to go by, and I'll write about this on Twitter. I was going to go by and take pictures and videos. So she's done a really good job. But I got some news for you, Ms. Kava. I've got something that I'm still going to expose of your district. Okay? And I'm going to do everything in my power to expose you. So, I spoke a little bit about what you're going to get with Porky Pig Bobo, what you're going to get with Pinellas, and what you're going to get with Kava. It's a joke. Now, if you ask me who would I vote for, I'm going to vote for Monique Barley. Now, who should you vote for? The question on my Twitter, Alexander News SH, who are you going to vote for for Miami-Dade mayor and why? There's really no options. If you were smart enough, I would say, and I'm going to tell you, vote for Monique Barley. You vote for her. So she can go to the, to the next round. And if she has to make the runoff, I would vote for her a second time and make her the mayor of the county. Unfortunately, in a perfect world, that fortunately, in a perfect world, Ms. Barley would win the election. Unfortunately, this is not a perfect world and she's not going to win. She's got no shot. And so who do I think is going to win? I think it's going to come down between between Kava and Pinellas. I think... Now, I had a show earlier this year, last year, late last year, that I said Kava's going to win the election. I don't think she's going to win. I think Pinellas is going to sneak by and he's going to win the election. I think she's going to win the election. I think Ileana, Ileana Kava... I'm sorry, I think that Mr. Pinellas is going to win the election. Forgive me, I misspoke there. Pinellas, I think, is going to pull a squeaker and he's going to win the election. But it's not going to be good for the county. It's not going to be good to, for the county. Miami-Dade County is not, going to get, it's not going to get better. Either 
can any any candidate that wins this election, Miami-Dade County is not going to go anywhere. It's going to stay the same or if not get worse. I, I'm going to tell you, if you get Bovo, Miami-Dade is going to be the same or get worse. If you get Cava, it's going to stay the same or get worse. And if you get Pinellas, it's going to stay the same or get worse. Nothing's got to get done. So who do you vote for? I would say Monique Barley. Um, Xavier Suarez is not, has no shot. I'm not even worried about him. He's not going to win. He's got some good ideas, but I'm not going to share them. What's the point? There's no point. It's wasted airtime. I'm only focusing on the three. And the outside one is Bowl, the outside guy that I think he could win. He could win, but I don't think he will. And go to the final two will be Bovo. Maybe. But I I don't think he will. I mean, the only way Bovo wins and goes to the next round is the, the majority of the 30,000 eligible voters, a lot of the elderly, they're mostly senior citizens, that are Hispanic, Cubans, the old Cubans, vote for Bovo. And he, and, and he gets the majority of them that, that live in his district. Hialeah, Miami Lakes, and the Westchester area. And they all come out and they vote for him. And they, and, they, and they vote for him. And he might squeak by. He might squeak by. And if he does, then it will be him. And if he takes votes away, he's going to take votes away from Pinellas. He'll be taking votes away from Pinellas. For sure. But that's going to be... That, that's an if. More likely, I think it's going to be Kava and Pinellas in the final two. And I think Pinellas might pull a squeaker. He might win by. But I'm telling you, Pinellas, he's not going to do anything for the county. Kava's not going to do anything for the county. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alexander News Show for July 20. Go to my Twitter, Alexander News SH. Thank you for listening. We're going to have more talk about the mayoral races. Tune in for my show later this week. Download this show, uh, subscribe to this show, like this show, comment below on this show on one of the podcast platforms. Go to my Twitter, answer my question for today's show. Who do you think is going to win the Miami-Dade Moral Race? All right, and why are you voting for them? Or actually, I'm sorry, let me take that back. Um, who are you going to vote for for Miami-Dade, Miami, for Miami-Dade County Mayor? Of the mayor uh, for the Miami-Dade mayoral race. I'm going to write the question down. Uh, today's show theme is Miami-Dade mayoral election. It was a joke. Thank you for listening to the Alexander News Show. You have yourself a good one. And again, my dad's birthday today. He would have been 70. Happy birthday, Dad. I love you and I miss you. Have a good one. Bye.